Good afternoon, and I just realised all our names are the wrong way around because we didn't change our names. But welcome to the Context Needed podcast. Hey. <laughs> I am Ollie, apparently. Ryan is Kyle. I'm Kyle. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. Ollie is Ryan. <laughs> but welcome to the Context. Quickly, Needed change podcast. your name, Ollie. I, I, I can totally change that to fix that. You, you keep going. I'll fix it. Well, we're just going to give a quick warning uh, before we do fully go into this podcast. I. I'm the one that hosts this. Um, I'm, I've been having a few issues with my internet service provider with having really terrible upload speeds. I can already see we're dropping quite a few frames. If it continues and continues to get worse, we will be closing off the um, live stream. So you'll be able to just listen to it on the yes tomorrow at 8 o'clock from any podcast area. And also you can watch it on Monday on YouTube. But with that said... How have you boys been? Very good. Ryan seems good. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing cat ears for some reason. Are those oh. razor headphones? These are razor headphones, these are. I, I was gonna I was gonna get a pair of those for Danny, but they're so expensive. Do you want to know what I find funny as well? What? The the headset itself is exactly the same headset like speaker wise and makeup wise as one of their cheaper headsets you are literally paying for the ears the ears are like detachable ones so these aren't even where their ears from are they razor they're razor did did they come with a headset they do a version that has the light up ears i've seen the um, i've seen the rgb plague version of those (laughs) yeah i was gonna get danny that set for shits and giggles but it's really expensive. How much did you pay so. for headphones? I think the RGB ones are like 150 quid or something daft they're, like that. They're, they're over 100 pounds. Yeah, it's, it's they, just... They were over 100, which was a no. It's like, no. I mean, like, the, I think these headphones, which are like, they're like studio mix ones. They're not the greatest studio mix ones because they're not, they're not 100% flat rate, but they're mostly flat rate. But even these yeah. weren't as expensive as some of those Razer headphones. It's like, these, these are better were, quality. Uh, these were 50 quid apparently these were 35 pounds uh like 16 years ago and they're really really good and they're really hot you can't buy them anymore and if you do find them for sale they're really expensive they're like the the og sony uh studio monitors but the good ones it's got the most obnoxiously long cable like i've got this weaving through boxes and everything i've still oh that's because it's a surplus of cable yeah it's because it's it's studio style they're designed so Mm. that they can reach around to the back of consoles and stuff it's the same with this one this cable i think is like a three or four meter long cable and i think it's like a three or four that's why it's, it's ridiculous and yeah. it's threaded as well to have yeah. the um the three eighths jack on it yeah so but they're good Same to be fair this. like they, they were hiding in a box range so you might notice on the uh yokes this side's black and this side silver that's because it broke on this side originally and uh they were in my drawer yeah which so i Years used to have i used to have um a different cable for when I, so I used to work with these at Butlins, and I'd use one cable for when I was watching the TV, which was this one, the longer one, which would reach the TV. But having this one while you were standing at the console was actually a detriment and broke the cable at one point because basically, on the console I used, the headphone jack was literally right next to you, so you'd mm. have a massive excess of lots of cable. And I had it once yeah. where literally, I think it was just before a show went live while I was doing final checks, um, I took a step and I stood on the cable and it just bent the cable 
in the actual oh. adapter. So it just completely ruined the cable. And it's like, I only got halfway through my checks. I need I need some headphones. So like the um the girl who was doing monitors had to run out with her headphones, <laughs> so I could just no, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even her. Sorry, it was the um the head of sound at the time had to run out with his headphones, and because I don't like using other people's headphones, I'm literally there with these headphones. Like, yeah, there's sound coming through. I'll deal with it later. Because <laughs> wow. it was I just wanted to check make sure this signal was coming through correctly for like final checks. <laughs> it's like. What Carl uh, doesn't tell us he was he was actually playing jump rope with the uh, with the cable. There's <laughs> enough excess on these you could do that. You really could. Well, after that, when I got the cable replacements for these, which were I think like fifteen quid a cable, it was kind of expensive. I got this one, which is the long one, which I use for my PC, but I do have in my like audio gear bag. It's a coiled one, so I think like old phone lines, which mm. were were worked perfectly for that area right next to me because it would still stretch the whole console but it wouldn't sit by my feet causing me to step on it mm. good call with that yeah well, cool. but yeah I'll... I had to um, repair these I think the thing is like, there's a lot of people that would just get rid of headphones like the ones you've got but they the could one... have been thrown away like yeah. any other person would have thrown them away the, the pads were all like disintegrating obviously you couldn't wear them because this was broken but functionally they were fine so i just yeah. got some new pads and 3d printed a new yoke like, yeah. well it was before i had my printer a friend did but like and i fixed them it's like oh yeah they're still like just as good as i remember yeah. them they're so good the only the, the thing you need to think with like especially like the studio quality ones it's, it's the drivers that are the important bit the actual drivers for the sound and if yeah if they're still working try and use the headset because they're better quality like if these drivers go then i will look at changing them but if everything else still works i will look at getting repairs because i do like these headphones the only other <laughs> headphones i'd be looking at i think they're called um dt220s and they're like um oh we're in the right order <laughs> yeah I, I i did that before sweet have you just realized it's just moved no it's it's just moved. Moved. i think it took a while for it to tick over to us but yeah, so um, yeah, with their DT two twenties, I think they're called the headphones. I would look to replace these with, and I know they're mm -hmm. like really, really good because um, they were what we used at uh, Dambuster for the audio guys. So I got to hear through them, and they were just for the price you pay, really nice and crisp. Yes, obviously, if you really, really want to go in depth, there's definitely better headphones. But for how much they are, I would get them every day mm. 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 yeah these mm. ones are considering the age of the, I'm like they yes. don't, what's the model actually they are uh, MDR V300s because I remember Tom had a pair of these in black I think it was like the MDR V150 yeah. and I picked them up in like HMV like a really really long time ago like I remember we were in the caravans when I bought these. That's how yeah. long ago it was. Um, but yeah, they're just like... They, they were just in a box. I bought a second set, and actually Danny uses them now because I, I bought a new set that looked like a kind of newer successor, and they just weren't quite as good. And I thought, well, let's actually see if I can fix it. So yeah. so I did, <laughs> basically. I think it's, it's, like, it's, shit. it's the thing that bothers me about gaming headsets. Like, loads mm. of people get these gaming headsets that I like to talk about pristine quality sound and it's like you're not though you've got incredibly heavily bass boosted sound with most yeah. of them 
really shit microphones, like really tinny, oh, yeah. awkward, horrible, horrible sounding microphones. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. Prop. That was my uh, prop. Proper Nottingham accent coming out there. <laughs> you can either go Nottingham or you can you can say it's French. Oi bleu. Oi bleu. Oi bleu. Oi bleu. But yeah, like they're always. I've always found as well. Like the only benefit gaming head headsets have, and I will always say this: like a good gaming headset will be comfortable much longer mm. than studio headphones. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's always the issue with studio headphones is because let's face it, studio headphones aren't really designed to be worn for a five-hour gaming session. A lot of the time, you're only really using them as reference headphones in studios yeah. anyway, because it will literally be, I have my reference speakers, my mixing speakers. If In a perfect world, you'd have like two or three sets of speakers, and then these, so you can reference between the different speakers for the sound. Yeah. I... Uh... I don't use headphones like that anymore. I use earphones, but I used to use those, um, the Logitech G summits. They're like original wireless gaming ones, but yeah. I never used the wireless because it was shit on it, but the, it was surround sound. And I think that was the, that was the one selling point of the headset, which made it, you know, better because I could play Daisy and be like, Hmm, he's shooting from that direction. Exactly. Rather than he's shooting from, over here somewhere, somewhere on my right here. here yeah yeah i did enjoy having the surround sound in the headset but I since then find... i've not used anything other than uh just sennheiser uh earphones i do like sennheiser stuff um i've, mm. I've always yeah i like sennheiser for like my like everyday walk around in-ear headphones i would use usually sennheiser um that, yeah that's, that's why i, I always here, went for. Here, remember how we said with my dinner would turn up while we're going, there it is. There you, it guys is going, boys. you guys speak much stuff about headphones. I'm going to mute my mic while this one goes mental. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, he he you can't hear us. He can hear us, but he can't say mean things about him, and he can't respond. You suck, monkey. He's so he's so gay. Huh. <laughs> he smells. Monkey smells. <laughs> I am monkey. I can <laughs> hey, cage monkey. Get your cage. Mute still, yourself again. I still love that meme you sent me where it's just like Godzilla explains all of his details and then King Kong. So basically, basically I am monkey. monkey. Yeah, I'm monkey. <laughs> well, a very a... powerful power. <laughs> oh, there's a dog behind me and there's food coming. I can see Lassie. Oh. Well, seen as. What's in the bag? Speakers and what lot? Do yeah, you want to well, talk well, about well. this? Oh, do you want to talk about my food? I want to know about what food you got. To be honest, like I've already yeah. had my dinner. I had pizza, and I want to know what you've got. Okay. Well, I have a can of cherry coke. Ooh, which is that, the that's best not That's the best cola. Burgers. Burger. Hamburger. Burger. Burger. Hello, I'm Gloria Burger. Burger. What kind of burger we got? So I Go got... On. I don't have much fancy stuff on mine. Mine's just literally... I don't have cheese on my burgers. 
Uh, uh, I like how we both pull the exact same thing. Disgusting monkey! <laughs> I, just, I just don't like having cheese on my burgers. I find it really the taste of the meat. Can't, oh, yeah, I've got it's barbecue. not cheese, it's plastic. <laughs> well, yeah, it is plastic, isn't it? Yeah, What's I your thoughts like... on burger sauce? Burger sauces, oh. Am I okay with burger sauce? Never tried I pr- burger. I prefer... I've never tried it. It's literally ketchup and mayo. That's pretty much all if, it is. Yeah, yeah. If you two come to uh, come to Comic Con in London for a day, I'm gonna take you to this, this burger place. If it's still there, there's this burger place just around the corner, and they do a burger like set you can get, and it's fucking delicious. I absolutely love it, and every time I go, I have to have it at least once. So mm. nice, so See, nice. The best yeah. thing about this takeout place is the fries. The fries are actually just really cool. nice from this place. Come on, we need a full in-depth review. Show us the fry. They're just standard fries. But it's one of the only takeout places I know where as soon as they take the fries out of the oil, they salt them straight away rather than when they've been sat for a bit. So the salt actually, Mm. like, correctly goes into the fries. Yes. I want fries now. I like fries. <laughs> I just I want fries now. <laughs> I, I've already had my dinner. Like I, I'm, you know, like you've already eaten and you're not hungry, but you just want to eat. Um, I, that's yeah. where I am at the moment. I've been just scoffing down rich tea biscuits because there's nothing really to them. So it's like I can eat them and not feel too well, bad the, about um, it. But I'm it's hungry, the meme man. I saw. It was the meme I saw during first lockdown that really made me laugh. And it's the one you know where the guy's pointing at himself in the mirror. Mm, and it's just a guy, so. it's a guy pointing at himself in the mirror. He's like, "You're not hungry. You're just bored. You fat fuck." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I am. Yeah. Like, I just want to eat because it's something to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm in at stages well at this point. I just want to. Eat. Or if it's not food, it's just like I, I don't know. I want a hot chocolate or something like that. Just you know. I See, but then the thing is, if I had a hot chocolate, I'd just dunk like a gazillion like biscuits in it. Oh, you don't dunk in hot chocolate, Ryan. What are you doing? Yeah, with like a chocolate bourbon. <gasps> yeah. No, you don't. No, you dunk you don't a chocolate want... bourbon in a cup of tea. No, no, no. Hobnob. I'm actually. I will say that I am not one generally for dunking biscuits in drinks. There's only one biscuit I dunk, and that's Biscoff into coffee. Ooh. Well, that's 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 the posh way. Speaking speaking of Biscoff, if you eat them. Have you seen the Biscoff creams? No, I didn't they're know that was basically Biscoff bourbons, and they are. I'm invested. Sex. I want they some are, now. They're, they're so better than sex. Honestly, they are crack. Like especially dipped in coffee as well, because mm-hmm. the biscuit's really thin. But I guess it's almost like it's. It, I guess it's like a, a Biscoff Oreo almost. But obviously, the cream in it's like Biscoff. Mm-hmm. I think they're vegan as well, which all right. But okay. like. Doesn't mean anything the to me. But... Really th- yeah, it's, it's a like, selling point. Yeah, I guess if you, if if you're into that kind of thing, I suppose. I guess more people can eat it, which is good. So, I mean, it, it's a biscuit. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought it would be anti-vegan anyway. But I suppose but with the stuff in the middle, free, there might so be. It's not. It's not so got the, it's, Yeah, it's not got that grade A status of being able to say, "Did you know I'm gluten free?" Yeah, Did you yeah. Know I, I'm I a gluten free biscuit. <laughs> I'm air. <laughs> you may as well like, just be eating paper mache. 
Oh, yeah, basically. But but those biscuits, honestly, get them, dip them in coffee. You've got to eat them quite quick because the biscuit's quite thin. So you've got to dip them, give them about one to two seconds for the, the coffee to permeate into the biscuit and the, the filling, and then eat them, and they are... I was, I was it, just going to get the packet of them and the, the coffee red hot and just pour them both Pour it in the mouth. packet. <laughs> no, pour them both into Is my it, mouth at the same time. Is it as risky a dunk as the dunk of a rich tea? Because you see, I can go to ripping really it out with rich tea. That's another thing. Because I'm a weirdo. I just like eating rich teas. Like, I don't dunk them. Rich I just teas like... are a good biscuit. Yeah. I love them. Like, they're, to um... all, they're so bland. It's like, but I, I like fairly so, bland tasting things. To me, they're a middling biscuit, mainly because there's, there's nothing wrong Up with them in any way. But it's just like grabbing hold of them and having a couple great because they're just a quick nice little crack biscuit i prefer if i had a cupboard of rich tea or digestives i'd usually grab the digestives first mm. ah, see i'm a i'm a rich tea guy I, i'm the other way around where i don't I, there's nothing wrong with digestives i don't dislike digestives but i prefer rich tea yeah and if i was to eat a digestive i prefer the plain ones to chocolate I don't know why, I just don't like chocolate digestives. I'm just a bit of a biscuit slut and I'll eat any type of biscuit. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much the same, but I've, um, there is definitely a, there's definitely a tier list for me of biscuits. Definitely. Okay, my, my alternative to dunking, though, is I used to, like, I'd take a nibble of Deep a bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take a nibble of a bit of biscuit. in my throat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take a nibble. Of a biscuit, and then I drink my drink, like, and then like be able to mush it together. But I used I to see. sit there as a kid, and I'd have a pint of milk nearly every night, and I'd hit, sit there and eat like half a packet of biscuits while I was watching YouTube. Yeah, see, I when I'm really weird as when I eat a rich tea, I'll I'll eat segments off it until I've got like a semicircle with like a shape on it, and I'll bite into that piece i've got a crescent and then when i get the crescent i just really slowly nibble it like uh, in one go like i won't eat, eat it bit by bit i'll crunch it into my mouth like slowly until my mouth is just full of biscuit crumbs and then i just eat all the crumbs that i get from crunching that little thing at some point I'll, in a minute if you want i'll go get a rich tea and you i'll, I'll walk you i know exactly it. <laughs> what you mean you'll literally you'll you'll get it like that you'll go yeah that's exactly what i do I don't know why <laughs> I don't know, but it's, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's comforting. I, I I don't have any of these like little special ways of eating it. I'm just gonna eat the fucking biscuit, monkey eat biscuit. Oh, that, that, <laughs> uh, certain things like I have certain oh, things where I'll have a certain ritual of how I will eat it. Some things I will like packet of crisps. It's crisps. Just eat it like a burger. I wouldn't think you know. Again, I'll just eat it. But. Uh, Pizza, I will generally, you know, just eat it, except for when it's from the place that we have them tonight, Dough and Oil, where I'll get about halfway through a slice, and then I'll fold what's left of the slice over, because the reason is, there's usually about a half-inch slice just for the crust that is all sauce, and it's quite strong sauce, quite tangy, and it's not as nice on its own as with cheese. So what I do is I'll eat about half the slice, fold the remaining cheese over onto that that sauce threshold before the crust, and then I'll eat it that way. 
I love the the sauce threshold. <laughs> the threshold of sauce between cheese and crust. Now, are you crust guys? Do you eat your crust? Yes. Yeah, it's the best yeah, part. That's okay. Well, that's on okay. a good pizza, it's the best on part. A good pizza, yeah. My dad like, doesn't um, eat crusts anymore. I don't know what's wrong with it. Well, you need to start. Sh- you need I, to think, start- I think I might need to get him checked out. No, no, what you need to do is go, you should be eating that. Put stairs on your chest. I do. I say that's, it every that's time. literally exactly what all the older people used to I say. I just to end me. up eating the crust. I'm just the one who sits there and I eats his the crust. crust for it. Yeah. Especially on like a properly good stone baked pizza. Like, yeah. The crust tastes See, like I, really good bread. Yeah, I like it with um, Ooh, every now and crust. then I'll get like um like a barbecue sauce or something and I won't dip all my crust into the sauces. But I'll have like Ooh. one one bite of my crust with some sauce, one without, just so I can get that really nice bready taste mm. kind of thing. See, mm. what I mm. miss was uh, Domino's used to do. There was two bases they used to do, and I miss them both in equal measure. One was the double decadence, which was two very thin, crispy yes. bases yes. with the garlic and cheese sauce between. That was Ooh, just key. I never tried that. One. That one. That one. They was don't do like, it anymore. Yeah, that one was one it of those amazing. pieces where it's like. You, oh, I normally have like a large pizza, and then you'd have a double decadence large, and you'd get halfway through and go, "Oh yeah, I'm basically having like, two pizzas." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like a a, you, a medium double decadence would fill you as much as a regular large would. Like they're insanely filling, but um, so that was good. But also, Domino's used to do the barbecue stuffed crust, which was literally just a stuffed crust yeah, with just, just a bit of barbecue sauce in it, and it was amazing. And they don't do it anymore. I find like you because you can get the stuffed crust uh, like ready to just like freezer pizzas, and you chuck them in. I find that mm. they're always overfilled with the like barbecue or cheese, and I find there's See, too I, much. I don't like most stuffed crust. Like I don't like those garlic stuffed mm. crusts. I, I prefer like a standard it crust. O- it was overpowering. Mm. There was a. You just need a like, basic stuffed crust. Yeah, I don't like the cheese one because I like cheese. Mm. Like cheese is standard, but melted cheese when there's too much of it for me is overpowering on everything because it's quite a strong taste. That's why I don't have it on mm. burgers and stuff like that. Because I find the cheese overwhelms the rest of the flavor for me. But, but that's why you need the right kind of cheese, so it doesn't. Yeah. Because it's not real yeah. cheese, so it doesn't taste of anything. Oh, no, I, I can it's taste it. It bothers thing. me. But it's um, yeah. It was, it was also the texture. Definitely is all the texture. But mm. there was um, they do. I'm trying to remember what company it was. Whether it was Chicago Town or something, they do like the Tiger Bread Pizza Crust. But they Chicago also Town do the uh, the, the Tiger one, Bread yeah. ones. Yeah. They've yeah. got that, but they also do um, where the sauce, the stuffed one, the stuffed yes, one, sauce, the sauce in the crust. in the crust, and that is amazing. That. <laughs> it is pretty damn good. Yeah, the only one I had was frozen though, so it wasn't quite as good. But I think like an oven ready one would have been better. What but, are your yeah. thoughts on? cold pizza in which takeaway pizza place would you say is your favorite cold pizza i've must admit i think domino's pizza cold the next day is better than in like when you have it hot i have to reheat pizza i always reheat you pizza. Reheat it? So i reheat I'm, and there's a, i've got a technique for that as well <laughs> so with, with me i don't like any of the takeout pizza places cold or reheated but Do you know you know how you can get like the stone baked frozen ones from tesco Mm-hmm. I can eat those ones cold the next day. And I think for me, it's because the takeaway ones have so much more grease on it. All I can taste the next day when I try and eat it is just the grease, and it puts me off, especially mm-hmm. after working in places like McDonald's. Excess grease and oil really puts me off my food. 
Yeah, no, I get that. There's one place near me, and it's the shit... I don't know how they're still open. It's a pizza place in Shrewsbury. It's been open since I was little. The pizzas are shit. I think the only reason they're open is drunk people getting pizzas on their way home from a night out. They're like the, the bases are like cardboard. They use cheddar instead of mozzarella, so like they just taste all weird. Cheddar? But, <laughs> ah, yes. A nice tangy pizza. But... They do do one pizza, which is quite good, called the Mexicana, and it's basically like an enchilada. The way I can describe the taste is like a beef enchilada pizza. So basically it's like a chili beef pizza, and it's quite spicy when it's fresh, but when it's cold or slightly reheated, it loses its kind of... Because I don't like spicy things, it loses its bite just enough that it's perfect that is one of my favourite reheated pizzas is, is a reheated Mexicana because those are amazing. That's probably but, the only pizza that's keeping them running then. This is that one pizza. Oh no, people love them. Like, it'll honestly, be, like... It'll be like I said, it, they'll be in the right place it's drunk people. for the drunk people. They are in the right place for it. They're right by oh, loads shit. of the pubs in town. Talking what? about the takeaways, sorry. Go ahead. You will know this place, Ryan. There's a place called Sari's in Derby. Yeah, it's in Derby Town Centre. Now, when I was in uni, everyone used to go to Sari's. Everyone mm. went to Sari's. And I fucking hated Sari's. I fucking hated it with a passion. It was horrible food, greasy as fuck. I thought the place was dirty. And the owner just seemed a bit fucking weird to me. So I used to go elsewhere. Yeah. Now, it's just come out in the news. Sari mm. has actually been arrested... Yourself. For sexual assault. <laughs> and nobody surprised. And it was just like... <laughs> and everyone liked this place. Like, everyone went to this place. And I just always thought, something just ain't fucking right with this place. Nah, mate, I could, I could remember walking past that place and it just gave off bad vibes. I'm like, I would never eat it. Like, it's not like a snobby thing. It's just, it looked fucking grotty. Like, you know, you see places was, and they just look grotty. It was the student hellhole. Mm. That that place near me, it says I'm just looking through reviews now. It's one of those ones. That, yeah, it's only going because a drunk people and b there's just a weird handful of people who are probably like I don't know how long it's been there, but like my parents love it, and I think it's one of those ones where like everyone in Shrewsbury loves it except like the younger people. Like you go through the reviews, oh I've been having pizzas from here for twenty years and it's amazing. It's like they are fucking shite pizzas <laughs> like they are like i would honestly say they taste worse than like a tesco value pizza or something like that yeah. like they really are it will, it will be the people that it'll be like that was the first pizza place in shrewsbury so when the yeah, older generation it was, had it them, was they was like oh this is pizza this is exotic this is cool and they thought much, that was yeah. how pizza was meant to be but now there's it's like actual all my parents generation but it's like you look at the reviews and it's just like, oh yeah, my, it took three hours to get my pizza and like all the staff are really rude and just like, honestly, they're just utter wank. But I will concede that the Mexicana is the only thing they must be set. And funnily enough, the first review I saw when I just looked then was the Mexicana's amazing. So I guess that must be like one of those things that they're somehow doing right and it's keeping them afloat. But Holy shit. Like, I'm just going to yeah. quickly look through reviews now, and I'm just going to see uh, uh, what people have to say. 
Uh, have a look. I love this fucking news report. It's on Derby Live. Oh, about Saris. I've just so found, funny. I've, I went to the Saris one, then I just found like these are the like twenty-four people you need to. If you know, you should be telling the police where they are because they failed to go to court and they've got arrest warrants out on them. But then there was another link to like one uh, one of their posts, and where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? This is how many people have been caught dogging in secluded lane. <laughs> oh, there's a video. There's a video. Where is it? Where are they dogging? Arliston yeah. Lane near Stenson Fields. Um... You've been called out. If you if you're dogging in Arliston Lane, I was expecting you to click on the link and the Pornhub amateur theme played. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this video is shit. Oh, fucking hell. Get a picture of this dog in spot. Yeah, let me jump up and down while filming on my phone because that's a smart thing to do. It's basically yeah, yeah. like. It's near the people that had to film. What were the reviews like then? Bad. Well. <laughs> The average is like 4.3 out of 5, but it's again, I think it's just because there's so many people who just like it for sentimental value. They, yeah, I think it's almost like if it was a pizza from a place that primarily did like kebabs or chips or something like that, it would almost be accepted because it's like, well, it's a chippy, but it's literally just a pizza place and they're just awful. But I, I yeah, yeah, it baffles I, um, me that they're still open. I, I really fucking hate going to like kebab shops to get a pizza now because it's like I want I've never a had a kebab pizza oh they're no. I used to have them because it was all that was really nearby for us that was like a good well I say good good at the time pizza but now mm. it's just like I can't have them they're way too greasy but we're quite lucky there's I mean, it seems like one of those like catch-all takeaway restaurants where it's like with burgers mm. chicken kebabs and all that kind of stuff i don't know if they do kebabs though but i can't remember the name of it because like a c near us had it a couple of weeks <clears> back <throat> but they are like one of those they're a place where you can actually get thin crust pizza from them as well so i was like okay well i'll mm. try this thin crust one it was actually a really bloody good pizza and like you know when you're like eating the pizza and you see the box underneath and when you get it from like Domino's and Papa John's and kebab shops, it's just sodden with grease. This one wasn't. It was like mm. barely any grease on the pa paper underneath and it was just like, you know what? I'm okay with this. This is good. And mm. they do fucking curly fries, boys. Ooh, I do enjoy a good curly, curly fry. in a while. See, do you know what though? You're saying like the grease in like Domino's and stuff. I like I mean, when we get Domino's from. I, I was say our Domino's. I don't. don't we don't have grease. Greasy. Yeah, it's like there's a little bit of grease, which I expect because it's takeaway. But on the top of the pizza, there's usually a tiny mm. bit. But that's like the thing it's you for the think, cheese and stuff. The thing you got to think, Domino's is franchise. Mm. So they'll all. Be but surely you're getting yours from LA. Pardon. Dan Longheaton, are you not getting yours from Longheaton as well? I've, I haven't had Domino's since uh, for a very long time, actually, because oh, Becky, okay, does, okay. Becky doesn't Domino's like the sauce. pretty decent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Becky, I don't like Becky, their tomato sauce on their pizzas. Yeah. See, it's I, not great. I, used to, I used to like Domino's. Like, and mm. I'd have Domino's now, but it's because Becky doesn't like the sauce. We go to Papa John's instead. I'm not yeah. saying Papa the John's grease is an issue. Like The grease isn't an oh, issue yeah, yeah. for me. The grease is an issue from the kebab shop ones because it's like you pick up the box and it's like a fucking wet paper towel. Yeah. Domino's has grease in them, but it's only like actual grease from like the meats and the cheese kind of thing. Yeah. There used to be a takeaway in uh, Bar Wash, Bog Wash down the road from me. 
I can remember once my cousin had come to look after us and he was like, oh, we'll get, we'll order some takeaway from there. And we ordered it. And I've never felt like it was pure grease. Like all of it was just grease. And I've never felt as sick as I did like the day after when I was a kid. And uh, then like a few, few years later, they got done and taken down for like having rats in the kitchen and shit and just like oh, bad hygiene. God. And it's been, it's been the, the, the actual shop is still there to this day. But it's just um, empty. Like it's not even been sold on. It's as if they're still paying for it, but they've just not sorted it out, which is very irritating because it well, used it to might be, be a very they own the they might own the plot. Like they might actually own the building, but the yeah. company's been shut down, so they've just yeah. held onto the building it, for now. It's very irritating because a very good uh, DVD rental place used to be there, which was actually like there for my whole childhood mainly until like obviously. DVD rentals disappeared. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, just briefly going on to DVD rentals and stuff. I used to fucking yeah, no. love those because it was like... Same. We used to go every Friday. I think I've talked about it with you, Ryan, previously. Where we'd go every you Friday. Have. Yeah, I think you said get, on the podcast once. Yeah, we'd get three DVDs and two games. And I just remembered something I used to do with the games. So whenever I'd rent the games, nine times out of ten, after I'd beat them, because a lot of the time, because I'd have it for a week, I'd beat the game ridiculously quickly. I used to beat games like in a day or two. I'd finish that, and then I'd try and look for cheats to have fun with them. So what I'd do is, I'd complete the game, go and look for cheats, write the cheats down on a piece of paper, and then just leave it in the slip with the um because the, the when where we rent ah uh, yeah the instruction books yeah they'd have the instruction books so I'd put the paper in there because no one looked in there um from the store so I know someone else who's played this game who looked through this booklet got my cheats that I would leave in there especially for people <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's very cool I uh, we used to have obviously there was Blockbuster which is everyone had uh, and then there used to be a place it wasn't far from our workshop actually called Choices um, and I, I actually remember renting I think it was Zelda Wind Waker uh, that was towards the end of them being there because I think that was around the time they started dying off a bit but I remember, I'm trying to think of some notable games I remember renting. I, I had uh, Soldier of Fortune on the original Xbox. That was horrendously gory. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I think that was, like, I, I was only... That one was know. one that I, I think, think got I... banned in certain countries. I think it was banned in Australia. I can believe it. Like, given at the time like the most violent games were otherwise was maybe like gta san andreas where like or vice city like you'd shoot someone in their head and their head would pop off and like blood would spurt out but yeah. that was about it like, it wasn't the gory. head would just disappear <laughs> basically yeah but um on that i remember it was like it was almost it, it wasn't but it was almost like voxel damage so like if you shot someone in a certain like it's basically they must have just modeled damage in particular areas like you yeah. could shoot parts of people's heads out and shoot arms off and stuff and i was like yeah. holy shit this is awesome but i think it was one of the one of the one of the first games i saw was to do that one was that but there was um i think there was another game as well around the time that used similar technology but i can't quite remember which one it was there were a few. I'm just looking at which one it was. I think it was Soldier of Fortune 2 I think the I one played. I'm remembering was it was like you play as a Riot Cop, I think it was. And by Riot Cop, I mean um, 
the American stop resisting riot cop who's shooting yes. you at the same time as saying stop resisting. It was a very, very brutalized variant of the riot cop. But the the whole yeah. big thing about the game was you had a riot shield that would block everything. So you could like, there's no cover in this hallway. I'll get the riot shield out and I'd walk forward and it would actually put like damage on the riot shield where you would get shot and one of the funny one of the fun things to do was just walk up to guys and bash them in the face with the riot shield <laughs> and it would just cause yeah, like yeah. it would actually put like blood on the riot shield where you've hit them with it yeah i'm just looking at, um funny enough i'm just looking it up uh and it said that uh it pushed the boundaries of depictions of gore and it was like quite realistic but yeah yeah i just remember playing it like it, i didn't even it, it sounds daft like i guess it, it wasn't even that overly kind of it wasn't overdone because i didn't notice it for a while and like you know when you're bored and you just start shooting the bodies on the floor and i did that and then like the arm came off i was like oh okay but like i'm trying to think how old i would have been i, I, I was probably like somewhere between six and ten i wouldn't have been very old yeah i can just remember it was on original xbox but um Wow, I remember you renting that. that but... You was that old when the original Xbox came out, Jesus. I'm tr I'm trying to remember. I'm, <laughs> I can't, what, what year did it come out? Was it 2002? One. Let's have a look. Give me a sec. I wouldn't have been six because um, it wasn't out. The PS2 came out when I was six. 2001. 2001. So I would have been like seven when it came out. It was the same out. time as the GameCube. It was like the GameCube's kind yeah. of there. Yeah, yeah, because we had a GameCube as well, but um. I'm trying to think how old I would have been. I mean, if that's it was it oh, probably already. GameCube was 2002. It came to Soldier of Fortune came out in 2002. It might have already have been out for a while though. So being conservative, I was probably like seven or eight, eight to ten. The, the, I guess the, the the Xbox would have been an answer to the GameCube because the GameCube was released in 2001 in Japan, but then obviously they brought it I over. Think what i remember reading about it it was more of a kind of a fuck you to the playstation because i think microsoft, yeah it was microsoft were trying to do stuff that sony were trying to do with certain companies and obviously the other because originally the playstation one was meant to be a connection with sony and nintendo to make mm. like a CD disc variant for the nintendo 64 and then nintendo yeah. just kind of went Nah, fuck it, we'll do something else. So Sony went, okay, well, we've got all this tech we've worked on, let's release our own. And that's where the PlayStation came from. Going into um games, actually, sorry, just like how you were saying there's that thing you did where every now and then you get bored and you just shoot the bodies on the floor. There's another, yeah. one, that, there's another one that I always do, which near enough always gets me killed, and it's just, I will just walk up to, walk up to things that may be explosive and just go... Will this explode if I punch it and use a melee attack on <laughs> yeah, it to or shoot it, or to see yeah. if it'll explode? And I've done it so many times. I think I did it once when a friend was looking at me. And the thing is, I don't say, "Will it explode?" I'll just stop and look at something, and I'll have a moment of. <laughs> and then you I just can just see the cogs turning. Yeah, and I, I did it. I think I was playing Destiny at the time, and a friend was around, and they had like these power cells on the floor, and I just. Hmm. <laughs> it exploded and killed me <laughs> and my friend just looked at me like you seriously Why? thought about that for a second then didn't you <laughs> oh man I so basically like... monkey <laughs> <laughs> monkey smash monkey smash power cell <laughs> uh, I think it's like thinking about like 
things I used to do on games that would just be killing time doing absolutely nothing. And it's like back in the days of Halo 3 on like random forge maps. And I would literally just like just run and jump around the map in loops. I don't know why. Like I just did. Did you ever used to like go looking for Easter eggs? Uh, so I didn't. I wasn't really an Easter. I wasn't really an Easter egg hunter. But I remember one game where I spent. There was like two games which I spent a lot of time where I'd literally I'd just put music on and just explore in one hmm. of them. And the other one was a Tony Hawk's game, so it would just be. I'd, no, it was Skate. Sorry. So I'd just put the music on, go to a very specific spot, set a marker, and then just. Over session it over and, and over, over and yeah over, do that one so, thing was so good for that I love the, um, yeah the one i liked to explore in funnily enough i'm actually going to be playing on stream at some point soon because it was jack free because you oh, had oh man you had the ability to get like light wings in that and have do you a lot higher got ps2 to play that on i'm going to be playing it on the playstation 3 port because the playstation 4 i was port gonna say fucking dog shit i really really want to play the jack series again because that was like one of my favorite games but you can't emulate it because it's just so well you can but it's just full of like graphical like his eyes are all black and all the textures yeah. are all fucky but it's, that's that's basically no what happens port. in the um that's what happens in the playstation 4 version because when i was when i was uh looking because there's the playstation 3 port which has one two and three and then there's the PlayStation 4 port that has 1, 2, 3, and the racing game. Um, right. So I was just like, well, which one's the better version? Because the big thing for me with ports is, is it playable and actually a quality playable game If that? That's why all the original Ratchet games I was playing on PlayStation 3, they have good enough ports. There's some graphical glitches, there's some clipping issues because it was originally a 4x3 TV screen. But yeah, that's there's no Hello, lass. There's no game-breaking bugs. There's no... The fuck was that? No, it's me. This is fucking phone. There's no, like, game-breaking bugs in it, so it was really, really fun to play through. Jack, on the other hand, on the PlayStation 4, every single game, apart from the racing one, just has dodgy bugs. But the biggest ones for me is, I was reading online, everyone has issues with the sound glitching on them and that's one thing i can't really deal with because it's always like no. really it really messes me over and like i would like to play on like an original playstation 2 but because i'm streaming it i don't have i'm you not going out card. yeah i'm not going out spending money on getting adapters from the old scart lead to a hdmi to throw into the capture card that yeah. i'm using kind of thing um I just I'm not I'm not messing with that. I'll just emulate the good one, the good the the better one kind of on the PlayStation 3 and play through there. But it's why I'm not going to do um because there was the Sly trilogy as well, which was one of those um PlayStation 2 classic mascot platformers. And I Which one was that, sorry? Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Yeah, it was I totally missed that. I totally missed I never I never played it as a kid. It was around the same time as it Ratchet, a bell. Jack, because uh, it was basically the PlayStation Two had those three. They were the big names for it for the platform. Yeah, um, Sly was. Whereas the others were more like action oriented or platformer oriented, Sly was more stealth and platformer orientated with puzzles, and it was it was really fun game. 
but I'm only going to play through the first one. recognize it. Yeah. I'm only going to play through the first one on stream because the, um, the, the ports for 2 and 3 are, again, just really, really piss-poor ports. And it's like, I'm not... I'll just get frustrated playing them, and I'm not doing that. Not while I'm streaming it, especially, kind of thing. Mm. Did Did you guys ever see the um, the meme about Naughty Dog back way before like Last of Us and stuff? Because they did Crash Bandicoot one, two, and three, and then they did Crash mm. Team Racing. They then did yeah. Jack one, two, and three, and then they did Jack X, which was Jack Combat Racing. The racer, yeah. And then they did Uncharted one, two. So everyone start taking the piss in. They do Uncharted Three, so do then Uncharted Racing. Uncharted Racing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't oh, be surprised man. if they did that. Be, that would just be funny, just for the pattern. Just See, if they all, actually all, did it. All they had to do was just add it as like an Easter egg to maybe like the fourth one, where there was like a mini game where it was like there was all in big head mode in little go karts or something stupid like that. Just as a reference. find like an arcade machine hidden do away somewhere, like, maybe. Can you remember, like, when they like the cheat codes to get like big head mode and shit used to be like the big thing in games all the time? Like, I can remember, like, I loved it. The, the amazing Spider-Man game where you could do like eel naps, which is Stanley backwards to get like all the missions and everything unlocked. Yeah, I used to. I can still remember the cheat code to unlock. It was on the GameCube version of Star Wars uh, Red Squadron. Was it Red or Rogue Squadron? I can't remember. Rogue, what it was Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron on GameCube, and I can still remember the cheat. There was a cheat to have a Cadillac, and it was the most. Oh, it was a flying Cadillac, and it was the most overpowered thing. And it was like exclamation mark Zuviel exclamation mark, and then it would ask you to put a second code in, which was exclamation mark Benzin exclamation mark, and that unlocked the Cadillac. Yeah. And it was just like it had the most powerful guns it was stupidly fast and agile like, it was almost invincible and yeah. it was just like oh and and the uh because at the start of every mission like you'd see your ship like rise up and then like fly out of the hangar and the cadillac they even animated so it would like it would float kind of wonkily fly down the hangar land and then just drive out the edge of the hangar and it was just <laughs> like it was such a good little like easter egg cheat but i another one i used to well just going back on like old games having cheats i loved on n64 goldeneye that had big head mode there was yeah. also paintball mode which was quite fun um and then of course there was time splitters 2 which had its kind of you could unlock cheats yeah, but cheats they were more almost like as well they were unlockable but like i think that was also like the start of games having like mutators and stuff like that because there was like um, oh yeah time time uh, do you remember had like infection and stuff like that and you could mutate oh, game mode and stuff. but I there mean, was also um on future perfect like there was the game mode uh where everyone had the monkey gun if you can remember that i i never really played time splits 2 i played a lot of time splitters freeze single player and a bit of the arcade mode but the disc i used I to had, love it so I think Time Splitters 2 on PlayStation 3 had like a segmented disc and it was one of those yeah, they did. blue disc or something. So the segment for the multiplayer and the map maker was on a different section that my PlayStation at the time couldn't read. Did you scratch the laser it? Had, no, it wasn't the disc. Uh, it was the laser. 
the lasers on the PlayStation 2s would start to die and they wouldn't be able to read secondary segments on the discs. So if you had like mm. a blue disc PlayStation game, they wouldn't be able to play in those consoles because I had that happen to two I of my see. PlayStation 2s. Going back with the cheats, there's there's some cheats that I will, I will always remember. I would not be able to say the first one because it was GTA, like Free, Vice City, and San Andreas. Mm. I wouldn't be able to tell you what the cheat was but if you put, but me, you could do it on muscle yeah. memory. If you put a controller <laughs> in my hand, I could do the weapon cheat like that. R one L one, R two L two, left. Was it like it was right down, left up, right down, left up? Yeah, you literally did a circle because then there was yeah, also in Vice City. Yeah, in Vice City, you could also do R one L two, whatever that back button combination was. But then it was like you do one circle, but then down down right would give you a different tier of weapons and then you could do it again it would do give one you the circle. mid tier and the high tier yeah and then you'd do back a yeah. circle i think it was and you'd get the high tier so i remember those then, like a lot there was also yeah like full, I used, there was like, full I, health and armor as well i think full health armor there was uh sp- oh that was another one as Spoiler well because the rhino tank yeah the tank uh the hot ring racer yes which was like my go-to car to spawn to just get around because it was really quick and then sometimes well, i was, just um, spawn them over and over and then there was the explode all cars cheat as well there was the issue where right. um i think it was vice city there's the mission you've got to do where you've got to like basically prep for a heist and you have to get a getaway driver and you have to race him the issue is, he's got, like, obviously the perfect pathing by the AI, and you've got a not very good car. I think it was in a Sabre. So I remember what I used to do for that mission, because you wasn't actually locked to that car. I used to just, during the cutscene, put in the Hot Ring Racer cheat. Yeah. That would spawn in <laughs> front of the cars, <laughs> quickly get out, get in that one, and then just wipe the floor with him. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, think I used to the, love that. The other cheats I remember very, very specifically was Age of Empires 2. Robin Hood for gold, Lumberjack for wood, Pepperoni Pizza for food. I can't remember. Oh, Rock On, I think it was for stone. And then you could have the cheat. How do I turn this on? How do I turn this on? That was it. Yeah, and and it was like the most, again, OP as fuck. (laughs) Oh, but that I'm, was I the funny thing about the Shelby like Cobra. That. The funny thing about the Shelby Cobra cheat was it would let you go above your population cap. So your population yes, cap could yeah. be twenty, and then you just rock up with a hundred Shelby Cobras. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. They were like unfairly good as well. I need to replay Age of Empires. That like that was one of those games. I only played it like fairly briefly, and I really enjoyed it. I think it must have been like we probably borrowed it off a friend or something like that. Yeah. But it's one of those games, like, I really want to go back and play, like, the OG one. Because I did play Star Wars Empire at War, which was just Star Wars Age of Empires, basically. Oh, yeah, exactly the same. Um, that was very good. I borrowed that off a friend, and I lost the disc, and I still feel guilty about it to this day. <laughs> um, I actually tried to gift him it on Steam as, like, a sorry years later, but he already had it on Steam. I was like, damn it, I tried damn to do it. something nice. <laughs> but... Um, he was oh, there. Actually, so... He was there. Like, look at this bastard trying to send me this game again. Even after well, he I lost it, it wouldn't let me copy. gift it. If, if you try and gift someone a game they already have, it will just tell you that it's already in their library and won't yeah. let you do it. But that's on me. I was like, oh. We've, but I wish Ryan... games. Sorry, Ryan. Because I know, obviously, Ryan, you're younger than me. You're younger than Ollie. 
because I know mm. it was probably around the transition from PlayStation 2 over to PlayStation 3, and it was in that transition where cheats kind of just disappeared. All the fun I can't weird think of cheats. many <laughs> cheats disappeared in uh, like Xbox 360 and PS3 definitely, especially in the form of like entering like button combinations combinations yeah like gta 4 gta 4 still had them in um you could call certain numbers for them yeah yeah but but even then it was the cheats weren't uh, there wasn't half as many cheats like there was like the flying cars cheat there was the cheat to like make the bodies fly away it wasn't the same as when you, your mate had come over with a fucking A4 sheet of paper. No, you would. Well, another one was either you'd get the cheat, uh, the game magazines, and they'd always yeah. have the cheat, the cheat pages with all like, the, the common cheats for all like the popular games. We used to, we used to print the them websites. off. Yeah. In, in his dad's office, we'd print them all off, and we'd have this A4, like, A4 sheets worth of fucking games. Yeah. We'd be like, quickly, get me the code for this. I'd be like, and then, another one as well is that, gone. No, you, you can't what you was going to say. I was just going to say, there was always, as well, the problem with those was that people would just make up cheats. Yeah. I remember, because I, I was a gullible fucking kid back then, uh, it was Super Smash Brothers Melee, and someone um, said you could get Goku on it by doing, like, <laughs> this really hard thing, and I actually did it, and then I obviously it never happened, but I was just like... I can't remember what it was. it was. It was something like you had to defeat it on like the hardest difficulty without dying once, and we actually tried it, and nothing happened, even though we actually pulled off this stupidly hard task. Yeah, I think one of the um, going a bit. I think it was a bit earlier than Smash for me was Tomb Raider. Obviously, Tomb Raider. Lara See, I didn't Croft play much was, Tomb Raider. Well, the thing is, when Tomb Raider oh, came out, oh, the naked Lara cheat. Everyone had. That. Everyone had Tomb Raider, and everyone was saying there's a naked Lara cheat. So the yeah. developers literally looked at what people were saying was the naked Lara cheat, put it into the second game. So when you put in the code, there was two forms. One of the naked Lara cheats would cause her to explode. Like, literally, her body would explode into millions of bits. The second one would just remove her textures. So she's naked, <laughs> but there's no texture. So there's she's just like a wireframe model kind of thing. She's yeah, naked, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to take like, the clothes parts off, but there's nothing underneath kind of thing. But it would, no, it literally, her texture would disappear. She'd go, like, invisible. <sighs> because, like, oh, obviously, right. all her clothing textures at the time... Her entire body was one texture. One skin, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was all they did. They just removed the texture for the cheat instead. Yeah. Did you guys ever remember using um, Game Sharks? Game Facts. I used Game Game Facts. I probably did, yeah. I I made made the mistake once when I was on Game Facts. I was. I was playing a game that a lot of fans, people of RPGs, don't really like, and it was um, Star Ocean. I think it was called The End of Time, or Till the End of Time. It was the first Star Ocean game I played. People don't like it because of the twist that happens in it, where it's like, f- the game's like fucking years old now. If you're worried about spoilers, fuck you at this point. It, tur- <laughs> it turns out that basically the entire Milky Way is actually a um, a program being run in the fourth dimension. It was kind of a weird way they did it. I didn't care about that. I liked the combat, but I remember there were certain puzzles in certain dungeons 
and I couldn't fucking do this one puzzle to get this one side thing done. So I went and looked at Game Facts, and I was like, alright, I want to print off this. Dumb fucking young kid me printed the entire fact. It was 180 pages long. Pages and pages and pages and pages. <laughs> Where the fuck's all the bleeding paper from the printer gone? It just, oh, it, it, just, kid. it just didn't stop reeling out. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to what fucking do. <laughs> so I just, I just let it print it all. And then just, I now have the entire guide to the Star Ocean God. just sat in my room. <laughs> if you, honestly, oh, God, if you'd still got that, like together as one like just in a box somewhere i'd have been like oh, if i like i should like way. ring bound it with those like pipe cleaner type things yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it we're in a folder or something called? can you remember like uh get like not get i never used game sharks but i used to have a uh, i had a game shark i had the one for the nintendo ds which was called um let me find it yes you can always what games you, you, i played it with well, I, I mean, I think we spoke about this like off podcast, but I had to use Game Shark on PlayStation One because, <laughs> let's face it, everyone in the UK had a chipped PlayStation One. I did. I didn't. See, I didn't. I, you're the first person I've met who had a PlayStation One that didn't have it chipped. Literally, everyone I knew had chipped PlayStation Ones. But do you we want to know what that also as, enforces like, for Because we couldn't afford it. And then well, it do you want to know broke. what that enforces for me? What? How middle class you are. What? No, I literally had like four games. I had like four or five games and that was it. And then well, it broke. I couldn't, I couldn't it, afford that, the that games. That was War Polo. It was... <laughs> going out of <laughs> I had, on PlayStation 1, I had The Amazing Spider-Man. I had uh, that was a, good a Tom game. and Cherry that was the best one I've ever played on there. Tom and Jerry. Um, that was good. Uh, my dad had like the Colin McRae games on there, and like oh, rally they games. Were good games. Oh, I went Mine back and tried to play it, and I was like, "It's just so not the same." But, and I can remember the graphics being like HD when I was a kid, and obviously oh, you no, go I'm back and they're shit. not, and you're like, <laughs> the, thing I remember, the only thing I remember from Colin McRae was when you would. Um, in between the races you had to repair the car and it was mm. just based on seconds so you had to i'll have two seconds on the front of the car two seconds on the yeah. wheels of the car did you ever play demolition derby on playstation one yes no, so it was demolition no. derby one and demolition derby two and you'd have to go into the pits and it was kind of similar like how you'd have to pick a segment of the car and repair it and you basically had like four seconds in the pit, so the whole idea was select a section of the car, spam X as much as you can, and all it used to be is just spamming X, going back and forth across the car to repair it as much as you could. Oh man, that was good. <laughs> My dad was really good at Colin McRae, and he'd always like get really far, but I could never get past like the first level. <laughs> to be fair, back then, like, because I never used to really like racing games, because like I'd try mm. and play like Gran Turismo, and I, I just couldn't do it. But mm. back before, it, it's hard to explain, but like back before there were analog sticks and you know progressive triggers for throttle, racing games were fucking hard, like really, yeah. really hard, because it's like all your inputs were binary. Um, so th- throttle off, <laughs> throttle off, brake off, engine go. Well, it was right. like um, it was oh. back. It was back then. It was um, even on PlayStation Two era, it was X and Square 
X was go, Square yeah. was break. It was break, and, yeah. And it was only, I think, the first game I played that used triggers for the um, accelerator and brakes was Project Gotham Racing on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, Project Gotham on Xbox did it as well. PGR 2 on the yeah, original Xbox P- also PGR did that. 3 was the one. That was the first one I played. That was also a very good game. I, I fucking loved that game. I spent so I loved many PGR hours PGR 3. I, I think the thing I loved about it is you had all the little places you could buy and actually store cars. You had to... Yeah, and you had to buy... What I used to love as well was like... You could go through the garage and it would like you could walk through into like the area of all the supercars and it's like oh you need this many gold and platinum oops excuse me so that's my alarm saying time to go to bed <laughs> um it used to have like that's it podcast over all of a sudden his uh, mum really walks sick. in cracking the leather belt the belt <laughs> i to go to bed <laughs> But I used to love, like, going into the area and seeing all, like, the cars, like, back then, because you needed, like, all these... Go- like, it's kind of thing, like, if I was to play a game now, I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just gold and platinum all the races, whatever. But as a kid, when you weren't as good, it was just, like, all those hypercars really were just, like, almost, like, unobtainable. Like, just, like, looking at them, like, oh, well, I wish I could drive these. And it was, like... The thing well, I liked about it as well is that it had loads of concept cars in it as well. There was like a weird. It did. It was awesome. It was like a, same with Gran Turismo. Like, it was like the Ford GT seventy or something. G- I can't remember. Uh, the GT ninety. Yeah, that's what it was. It was. I think the triangular. Descri- yes, it was like as you can tell they took, <laughs> they took triangles very seriously in this car's design. Like everything yeah. was a triangle in that car, and then it was they had so um, weird. There was one. There was, there was a few cars I specifically remember. One was it was literally called the Sledgehammer Twin Turbo, and it had yes. over a thousand horsepower, no grip, no turning it was capabilities. The, it was the the roof, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. The 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 tuned Porsche 911. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't that. It was it literally just looked like a, an American old style car, but had over a thousand horsepower. Oz. I'll have to try and find it and send it to you. you. But I remember just... I played that I used, game, I remember. Well, I used to take it onto the um, the New York map because you could have it with the bridge. And literally the entire race was go over the bridge, go around, come back over, and you could get max speeds on the, on the it bridge. It was the Callaway Sledgehammer. It was a was heavily it. modified Corvette. <laughs> I'm sorry, boys, but you can't talk about racing games on old consoles without talking about Need for Speed 2. Uh, Need for Speed, I uh, knew. Yeah, Underground 2. That was Underground it. 2. Oh, no. See, mm. for me, neons on my cars. Slap neons on my cars. I mean, now, I can't get a game where I can stick neons on my cars. Why can't I stick neon lights on my cars? It's because, it's because they're trash. Forza, answer this question now. Why the fuck can I not put neons on my cars? <laughs> see, I wasn't an I Underground 2 guy. Feel. Mine was um, my, my main Need for Speed game that I thoroughly love was most wanted that was the one i spent most most wanted was good yeah i played that after uh need for speed underground too i enjoyed that i I always borrowed these off my friend across the road who was richer than me (laughs) (laughs) it was literally battlefield 2 borrowed off him need for speed need for speed games borrowed off him tony hawk borrowed off him never had them myself (laughs) for me my favorite need for speed game was hot pursuit 2 
Definitely Ooh, Hot Pursuit 2. I don't, I don't think I ever played the I didn't ones. play the Hot Pursuit That ones. was one of the older ones. Because yeah. um, they, they revived it later on on PS4, but I mean the original Hot Pursuit 2. Yeah. Because they, 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 they revived Hot Pursuit... Um, Recently, I think. I'm sorry. It, it was a couple they years. They tried to. They did yeah. like like I think all the racing games. So like, there's a few of the old ones are still trying to like stay relevant, but really it's just between Forza and um, what's the PlayStation one? Gran Turismo. Uh, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. Yeah, it's literally just between See, those I, two, like on consoles. Yeah, I absolutely fucking adored Gran Turismo three growing up. I spent. Countless, countless hours. Three and four. See, I never played. I never Uh, played four. For me, it was two and three. Actually, no. Hold on. I Uh, loved. I loved two because it had a used car market. So your first car was like. As well, you could either you could either go to a shop and get a cheap car that wasn't very good for racers, but work your way up, or. You could scour the used car market, and sometimes, if RNG RNG Jesus was your friend, you could find like a Nissan Skyline with cheap enough for you to buy with your starter money. <laughs> but I, yeah. I remember GT GT three, and there was the very very first race, which was just in that bowl where it was just a slightly tight curve and then a wider curve and that's all it was it was like a nascar bowl but with slightly variances on the sizes of the course and you earned i think it was twenty thousand or two thousand credits every win on that race and i remember i for some dumb stupid reason i couldn't beat the races at the higher level um with any of the cars i had to earn more money so I literally spent, I'm probably talking like a day or two easily, just repeating that race over and over and over and over. Was it the again. one where you were in an indie car on the oval? No, no. This was like you. It was an open race, so you could use any car. But it was just it was right. just an oval, but one oval was slightly tighter than the other. That was the very first racetrack you had. Uh, was it like it, it was like a hundred laps, wasn't it, or something like that? I remember no, that was no, the, the one very, where... the very first race was just three laps of that one. And that was the very first race uh, you had in GT3. And I did that for days to save up and get the Jag XJ220 road car. And oh, that car was waste. worth like a million or something in that game. Yeah. And I did that race earning 2,000 credits a pop until I got the Jag. I don't know why I did it. So good. <laughs> Such a good game. I loved that. I XJ. That. that XJ220 was probably like my dream car for at least 10 years Same. after playing that definitely game. and the mclaren f1 see the mclaren f1 never really pulled me in not gonna lie oh man that that was like my as a kid that was the car like i used to print out pictures of it and cut them out and stuff just like that was my dream car mclaren f1 <laughs> definitely but man it's weird like Obviously, a lot of it will be nostalgia, but I think it's just like games just don't have that kind of charm to them anymore. I don't know. Like, even going back mm. now, like there's something about how they were done. I guess it's almost like games have become so optimized now that they're all quite similar because there's just like a certain pattern that works. So like you can't yeah. expect the same features. But back then, I guess people were still. 
like working it out and there were probably features that were probably a bit dumb and didn't work great but then they they tried so many new features like yeah like the used car market where just it was rng with what could come up like i remember um uh you could get a tvr on the one you couldn't buy them in the store you could only get them in the used in the used cars for some reason it was a tvr cerbera and it was just like i don't know i just thought it was really cool just like a random car that you can't buy yeah i just i, I just thought that was really cool i think the thing is it's like way back then it was like you said it was the wild west of games mm. <clears throat> control schemes weren't like let, let's say if you jumped into a first person shooter now and square or x on the xbox wasn't reload everyone would be complaining that the controls are weird yeah or because, if y or triangle wasn't change weapon or something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. because of everyone has this idea of standardized controls and that's good because it means you can very easily jump between games of the same consoles and games but it also was a massive detriment because it made it so barely any console games at the time let you modify your controls. And it pissed me off because I like to modify them to fit my needs. Whenever I play Devil May Cry, the first thing that gets changed for me is shoot your gun, gets taken off of square, and gets put on L1. And that's usually the devil trigger. I swap square and L1 mainly because, well... I want to always have access to shoot and charge up my gun hmm. while still being able to press triangle to use my sword. I don't need to press triangle and devil trigger at the same time. So I'll put devil trigger on square and then I've got access yeah. to more of the combat abilities. And I've done that for every single Devil May Cry and it's worked a treat for me. If they took those options away from me, I would have a massive detriment in the game. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. I think, I think the, another um, thing was also... Go on. No, go ahead. Go nah, on. nah, we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to say, we do need to wrap up. Nah, you go wanna... ahead, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's been a fun one. We completely went off the rails at the beginning because my food. <laughs> we went it's from... We was we planning to... talking about fast food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we was planning to talk about something that we ended up finally talking about right at the beginning, but my food obviously took precedent because monkey hungry. <laughs> but anyway mm. we'd like to thank everyone for watching everyone for listening we did actually get through the whole podcast without having to close the stream off which is good because dumb monkey brain forgot to record locally so that's always helpful that the stream actually worked oh Jesus <laughs> this could have gone wrong <laughs> but anyway, too busy thinking about food I was I was hungry monkey hungry <laughs> <laughs> You don't understand, like, I used to fucking hate the word hangry, but I now understand that is what I get 100%. <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel the uh, judging eyes of you guys as soon as... Oh, no, <laughs> no, I, to I totally understand that. I totally get it. Control your stomach, monkey. Become one with it. <laughs> Return to monkey. Return to monkey. Seek well banana. <laughs> Well, we're going to close off for the day so if you want to see more of my antics you can always come back to the stream Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays and follow me on Twitter at KT Oasis 
Ryan, do you want to plug your shit? Um, it's somewhere. I'm too tired to uh, think about where my stuff is right now. Oh, is this because of too much? Blood. No. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. call me out like this, bro. Watch it again. <laughs> Three more times. Three more. Wait, wait, wait. I'll do the remix. <laughs> God, he can't. He can't oh, handle that much. <laughs> God damn, the underside under of this desk is like super glue. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Oh, Ollie, get the do you tissue. Have I'm doing paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you want to get in contact with us on the podcast, you can tweet at whoa, us. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ollie, do you want to plug anything? No. He's got a new paper mache group uh, that he's starting on Wednesdays. That, that'll do. There you yeah, go. Oh, wow, you got, I didn't realise you got the patch made. Yeah, I got, I've, got, well, I've got a few. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, where do we buy? Can we buy these? Uh, uh, there was only a couple made by one of my friends. Um, I've got one on my top that's over there. If you look at the pictures on my Instagram, you'll see it's on my sleeve. Yeah, yeah, I've seen And this, this is the spare one, which will probably go on my shooting bag or something like that. But yeah, I might I might get some more made, depending well, on people Well, people couldn't them. quite read that on the stream, so it'll be Captain Captain Cracks, Cracks Shooting Shack. Yep, on Instagram. And with that as well, and if you Captain wanna... Cracks save, uh, Shaven Sack on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> on, on only it, lads. Pre, premium shaving videos where you just I, shave I meant your to add, just uh, for shits and giggles I have bought the domain onlyguns.co.uk <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. I put random shit on that <laughs> wait wait I need, I need to look onlyguns.co.uk I don't know what's on it at the moment I think at the moment it's uh, what have I put on it at the moment. It's it's a joke relating to the shooting server I'm in at the moment. So if you're not in that server, it will make no sense. I just I just see the meme of the guy looking back at the other girl. Yeah, Interesting. We, we basically had a thing of using uh, the gender swap. Basically, the guy whose face has been morphed on the right, that's him, him gender swapped on the left. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that, that's the joke, basically. Fair enough. Well, if you want to send us shit posts and memes, you can do that at Context Needed One on, on Twitter. More formal forms of correspondence, you will have to contact us for in instructions, which will be contextneededuk at gmail.co.uk. We will send out an official formal list. It is long, it is scrupulous, and any failure to follow these rules will make you be cast into the Shadow Realm instantly. Yeah. But with that, we are going to close off for the day. We'd like to thank everyone for listening, everyone for watching. If anyone's listening elsewhere, please do come by the Twitter. Follow us on there. We'd like to get some more followers there for any updates or news about the channel. But from that, my name's been Kyle, joined with Ryan and Ollie. And we would like to oh, yeah. bid you adieu. Yeah. Good day. Don't forget to pee after sex, Ryan. Always pee after sex, kids. <laughs> <laughs>